welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Welcome to this episode of the Spiritual and Ambitious Podcast, and we have another amazing guest. I have Bree Seeley here today, the entrepreneur coach. Bree believes that entrepreneurship is a way to close the wage gap once and for all. Bree works with both established and emerging female entrepreneurs to create highly profitable businesses. Whether you're ready to make your first dollar or your first million, the entrepreneur coach Bree Seely will help you to create long-term sustainable success on your terms. You may have seen Bree winning awards as a top entrepreneur coach on Google or on any number of press outlets such as Good Morning America, The Today Show, Forbes, Entrepreneur, Women's Health, and more. Hey, Bree, I'm glad that you're here on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm glad that we finally got together. And I think that we are so aligned in our values. And I just had to have you on the podcast because this is going to be so in resonance with everyone listening. And I know that we're really going to be talking today about building your business in alignment with your purpose. And this is a big topic for so many people that listen to this podcast We talk a lot about our life purpose, and then it's like, well, what happens next? You know, how do I get started in my business, or what does that look like? Or how do I build my business in alignment with my values? Because I don't see another model out there, like a business model. And so I've got to create it from scratch. And of course, those of you listening out there can also be entrepreneurs now who are pivoting or shifting or growing in your business. So Brie, please give us some insight and some tips as to what you do and how you help people. Yeah, I would add one more thing to that list. And that's, I get a lot of people who are like, I know this is my purpose, but like, I can't make money doing it, right? Which I think is really common, especially among like super intuitive people and super spiritual people as we think we can't get paid for our gifts. So what I do is I basically help people tap into what is that most aligned expression of a business for you. I say we build businesses from the inside out because I firmly believe that the outer elements of your business just need to be in resonance with the inner elements of your business. And everything starts with you. You're the creator. You're the beginning, the ending, and everything in between of your business. It has to be in alignment with your values, your vision, your zone of genius, you know, all of that stuff. And so really, truly starting on the inside, identifying who you are, what your purpose is, what your values are, how you best express yourself, and then starting to get into the nitty gritty of like, okay, well, what are 50 different ways that I could share this with the world and create money from it? You know, what, what are some ways that I get to express myself, people find value in, they want to pay for, it's a need they have, and we kind of coalesce all of those angles into the center point, and generally, people find what that is pretty quickly if they don't already know. And then we get to go into the fun, exciting process of building a business, which to me is honestly 
just like doing a puzzle. You know, we have all these kind of pieces laid out and it's like, okay, how do we fit all these pieces together in order to then execute this vision and this purpose out into the world? Yeah, I love how you said, this is fun. We get the fun part. We get to build the business. And I think that so many people get stuck there. They're like, oh my gosh, this is not fun. I don't know what I'm doing and help. So I'm glad that you're really looking at it at that perspective. I think it's fun as well. I see it the same way. And I do hear a lot of, well, how do I make money from this? Or nobody is going to want to pay me for this. So when we get into those kind of things, I call them abundance blocks. Oh, you know, we got some living beliefs there that we need to really dig in and look at. And there is the stigma that I think is kind of going away, but it's still there of when we get into the spiritual market, it's like, well, spiritual stuff should be for free, you know, or if you really care about people, it should be for free, which I just think is a bunch of bullshit. Seriously. It's like, hey, I truly believe that we can all live our purpose in abundance and I mean, what an amazing world, everyone loving what they do and receiving abundance for it. I mean, we do live on the earth plane where money is a necessary tool. But what I'm going to say here is it's a tool. And for everyone who may have this block, knowing that just because you're charging money does not make you bad, it does not make you good. It is just a tool that you are helping to further your life purpose, right? Through your business. Yeah. So the way that I encourage people to price things, and this honestly helps a lot with that argument as well, is you want to make sure that you have an equal exchange of value. So if you're giving a value to someone, you want to make sure that that person is also giving a value back to you in equal amount to what you're giving them, right? So If you're giving them something that helps them maybe take the next step, maybe that's a smaller value. But if you're giving them something that's going to help change the trajectory of their life and like give them a 10 year plan, that's probably going to be, you know, a bigger exchange of value. And so that's kind of how I like to look at it. And if you are giving a value without receiving value in return, to me, that's the opposite of spirituality. All the universe wants to do is give to us all the time, right? We're the ones that stop us, stop ourselves from receiving it. And so if we're stopping people from paying us or giving us abundance in exchange for the equal value that we're giving them, it's like saying to the universe, like, I don't want your gifts. I'm good. I don't need you. Thanks so much. And so I really like that idea. And maybe it'll help some of your listeners expand past that thought process And then the other thing that I like to do that's a little more tangible is I always like to go out and prove myself wrong. If I have limiting beliefs like that, like how can I prove myself wrong about this? And the example I always use specifically for the I can't get paid to do what I love thing is I actually know a woman who is a professional bridesmaid. She is a bridesmaid for hire and you can literally pay her to be your bridesmaid. Like, has anyone ever thought of that? Like, this is something you could get paid for? So I'm just sitting here processing this. I'm thinking I should have thought of that. I was like (laughs) in 12 (laughs) weddings at some point. Oh my gosh. 
there was this movie. Do you remember? It was like 27 dresses or 21 dresses. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. And so my family would say, Whitney, that's you. (laughs) Like, I wish I thought of that idea. Okay, I'm processing. I'm getting it. But please continue. Yeah, I mean, she gets paid to fly all over the country. And you can do anything from like, just have her be in your wedding. And it's for women that just maybe don't have like sisters or don't have friends or don't, you know, and like want someone to be there standing beside them, but just really don't have anyone to do it. And so she'll do anything from stand beside you on your wedding day to coordinate your bachelorette party, coordinate your bridal showers, things like that, like depending on how much you want to use her. But in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, that's not, I would never pay for that, right? Like that's a job, like someone can get paid to do that. And the second that I learned about it, I was like, oh my God, we can absolutely get paid for anything, anything, any service that we want to provide. Someone is likely going to find value in it and want to pay us for it. Oh, I agree. I love that concept. It really starts opening up your mind. And some many people will say, but it's just so easy. You know, like what I do is so easy. And we've got this perspective sometimes where it's like it has to be hard or it has to feel like a challenge in order to receive money or to build a business or to do something that's come so natural. And I hope that more people realize that is part of your purpose. And those are your natural talents and abilities and gifts. And that's what we're talking about right now that you do have the ability and to charge for it to start your business with this. And definitely there's someone out there that truly needs your light. And chances are, there's way more people than just one person looking for it. I know that there's someone that I've heard of who teaches others how to do the splits. So it's it's really interesting. We don't necessarily think sometimes about some of the things that are really easy. And if we can kind of tune into what does come most natural to us, then we can kind of lean into that. And that's a real key indicator of what perhaps you may want to start a business from. And I know you talk all about mindset and how to build a business out of alignment with your purpose. So you can share, can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah. So first off, I'll say like, is there any other better blessing in our lives than being able to pay, be paid for something that comes easy to us and that we love, right? And like you said, we do have this perception that it's got to be hard. Well, says who? Wouldn't the universe give us the talents in order to then be paid for them? And I think a lot of times we have this perspective that like, well, it comes easily to me and I would never pay for it. So why would someone else pay for it? But I guarantee you there's things in your life that don't come easily to you, that you do pay other people for that come easily to them. And so it's just, you know, that mindset shift, just like we talked about. So your question was around like, what happens when people start businesses that are not in alignment with their purpose? Yes. Yeah, let's go with that. Because I think that's important to look at and even symptoms of, you know, when we're not in alignment with our business, because so many people too are in business already, and they're noticing a shift. I mean, I've had several pivots in my business over the years. And I think that it's important to really talk about some of those symptoms of not being in alignment, and then symptoms of being in alignment too. Yeah. So speaking from personal experience, (laughs) symptoms of not being in alignment 
you know, I, so I had a fashion brand prior to my coaching business, had it for eight years. I totally thought it was my purpose. And towards like the end years, I started get, having panic attacks on a regular basis. I would be in bed crying all the time. I would f- feel like I was running a marathon on a hamster wheel every single day, which if you know, hamster wheels don't really go anywhere. <laughs> like I exactly. felt like I was pouring all of this energy and, and effort into the world and literally nothing was coming back to me. And I just felt frustrated. I felt defeated. I felt like the universe wasn't supporting me. Like I felt all of these things. And the truth is that I hadn't maintained a consistent kind of alignment routine to make sure that I was remaining in alignment with my vision. And so I had latched onto this vision and just kept going without ever like, you know, rechecking the map or rechecking the compass to make sure that I was still on the right path. And so after eight years, I shut down my fashion business. And I will tell people are like, Oh my gosh, don't you regret it? And I got the message from spirit that I was supposed to shut it down. And 72 hours later, I closed my business of eight years. And people are like, Oh my gosh, weren't you scared? Don't you regret it? Like, wasn't there like feelings of sadness or anything like that? And I was like, honestly, it was a relief. I felt like I had been freed of something that wasn't mine to be carrying anymore. And then when I stepped into this business, the feelings of alignment, like you and I were talking earlier, like, yeah, there's still going to be things in your business that you got to do that you don't want to do. There's still going to be hard days in your business that you just have to like work extra long or whatever. Like that's unfortunately not going to go away, but you're still going to wake up with that fire, that excitement. For me, I wake up thinking about my clients every single morning and how I can help them be more successful in their business. And that joy and that excitement is still there. And also just the knowingness that like, I have so much fun when I get to build a business strategy for someone. I had a call with someone yesterday and we were working through her business strategy. And I got off that call just fired up. And I know that that is a symptom for me of like being in alignment. Yeah, definitely. I have questions for you. Yes. I have to go back to one. You said that you got a message from Spirit to close your business. So how did that message come in? It was spring equinox of 2015. And I was... So fast forwarding or rewinding a little bit prior to that, a week prior to that, I had gone to a retreat. And I had three or four days with this coach and was like really opened up to a lot of new concepts. And... Two days after that, she called me and she's like, I think we need to work together. And I was like, I think you're right. And so I made my first big investment in a coach, $25,000 committed to hiring this coach. Literally the next day, I totaled my car. Oh my goodness. And I didn't have the proper insurance. And I basically was walking away with parts money from my car. And so living in LA, you have to have a car, like all these things, the universe had just like toppled all of these dominoes. And so the next domino to topple was that on spring equinox, I was at a friend's house. She was leaving this big angelic meditation. And it was like in the middle of this meditation, like a hammer, like Thor's hammer, like came down and like hit me over the head. And I could feel the reverberations of the message. And the message was fashion isn't it, shut it down, walk away. 
Ooh, and I got chills for the story. <laughs> because like I could viscerally feel the message and it came from out of nowhere and it was so strong. I was like, all right, like when the universe puts stuff like that on my path, I have no choice but to be obedient. So that's how it came. And that's why I followed it. Mm. You know, I've been talking to so many people lately that have shared these stories with really understanding when they're not on path or on purpose, so many things have happened. It's, it's really like you hit the brick wall. And I always think it's so important to listen to your intuition ahead of time so that you can kind of avoid it. And I mean, I've been in that place where I've hit the brick wall <laughs> before too. I talk about like the whisp- the the universe will give you the whispers, right? Mm-hmm. Like the intuitive nudges, like the little hints, the feelings that are out of alignment, those things. And if you don't listen, it pulls out the two by four and it will knock you down <laughs> and force you to listen. And so luckily I've gotten way better at the whispers since 2015 when I had my last, well, I don't know if it was my last two by four moment, but you know, one of the bigger ones in my life anyways. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I do want to ask you about something that you said and You've said something about you have an alignment routine. So we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back from this quick break, Bree's going to give us a little bit more insight into an alignment routine, which I'm really excited to hear about. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. All right. Thanks for hanging in there. We are back with Bree Seeley, the entrepreneur coach. So Bree, you said that you have an alignment routine, which everyone's going to be really interested about. Could you tell us a little bit more about that so we can make sure we're staying on path? Yep. I refer to them as like feedback loops. And so I have kind of consistent feedback loops built into my business. And this is what I teach entrepreneurs as well. Is like you have to have feedback loops. You have to have regular check-ins. One, to make sure, like one of the big ones I have, you know, we we set our year vision. I set my quarter vision from that. I set my monthly vision from that. I set my weekly vision from that. And then that defines like, okay, what am I doing today in my business? And then I know what I'm doing today is in alignment with my year vision, right? I know that the actions I'm taking today are directly leading me to that year vision. Well, I also have to make sure at the end of the week that I'm checking in and saying, okay, how did this week go? Did things go as planned? What worked? What didn't work? Are there things next week that I want to do more of that worked this week? Or are there things next week that I want to do less of that didn't work this week? And so I basically do that for the week, the month, the quarter, and then obviously the year as well. And for me, it just helps me to one, stay on track, because I mean, as creatives, we're always all over the place, right? We always want to say yes to everything and do everything. But 
we're saying yes to everything. We end up saying no to the, to the things that really matter. So it helps me stay on track. And then it also helps me make sure that the actions and the energy I'm putting forth every day are aligned, aligned with that vision, aligned with who I am. I check in with, you know, how did I feel this week? When did I feel the best? When did I not feel so great? Knowing that, are there tasks that if, if I have tasks in my business that don't feel great to me, are there tasks I can assign out to someone else who loves doing those tasks and feel great to them? And so really, it's, it's truly just this kind of constant check-in process with myself and my business to make sure that everything is still kind of going in the same direction and on path. And if for some reason the universe were to tell me that I'm on the wrong path, then, you know, I'd rather know it sooner and get the data, then, you know, luckily, the universe has been showing me I'm on the right path. And so I look for those things as well, right? Like signs that the universe is guiding me, things like that. But it's just, so I do it every Friday. I do it at the end of every month. I do it at the end of every quarter. And so like the month and quarter ones generally align on a similar day. So I schedule an hour at the end of the month to assess the month and the quarter or every three months, I guess I do that one. But usually it's just like a half an hour every Friday and then a half an hour at the end of the month and then an hour at the end of the month and quarter. Mm, I love this. I love teaching step-by-step. And so I know that the listeners who are here in this episode are going to absolutely love this (laughs) because it's more of, yes, let me check in here. And you're not only checking in with your your goals, your vision, your dreams, but you're doing an energy check-in as well. Like, how did I feel emotionally? And is it draining my energy? And you can really start to see the time sucks of what's going on in your life or business and how you can make some shifts and changes. But I do want to ask, so what would you say to those entrepreneurs who are aspiring to build their business? What do you feel the first step in starting this process is? Kind of as I talked about earlier, it's an inside out process. And so I have a program that helps people walk through, you know, from basically ideation to revenue generation. And the first thing you have to do is get in touch with yourself. You have to understand what are your core values? What are those skill sets that you have that people are going to find value, are going to want to pay you for, and that light you up every single day and that there's a market for? And then also like, how do you want your days to flow? And like, it's the beginning steps are always that introspective process. And then once you have that data, then you can start looking at, okay, what are 50 different revenue streams that I could potentially create, not all all 50, but like to get your mind going, right? We want the creative juices flowing. Usually I will say I, I did a private with an entrepreneur last year and the six figure idea that we came up with was idea number 51. <laughs> so I encourage people to brain dump 50 different ideas because it's going to help you expand past your current paradigm of what you believe to be possible. And then from there, it's a lot of logistical stuff, right? You got to get your business registered. You have to get a business bank account. You have to develop a website and figure out who you're talking to and how you're talking to that. Like there's, there's a lot that goes into it afterwards, but the beginning steps are all introspective. That's a great tip. But what about for those listeners who've already started this process? What's your biggest piece of advice for them in growing their business or maybe even pivoting in their business? Yeah. So the one thing I will say, and this is something, and I'm 
100% guilty of doing this in my business as well. We get so excited by all of the shiny things outside of us and all the people telling us that they know exactly how to grow our businesses and they have the silver bullet and, you know, they're selling us magic beans on the internet and all this stuff. And the thing that I've learned again and again and again in the way that I teach is there's no one size fits all model. And so you have to really give yourself permission to do that deep inner work as well to understand yourself and your client and your business and to know what the best fit is going to be in terms of how you then grow your business. Because the way that other people grow their business isn't the way I want to grow my business. I've never done Facebook ads because they just don't feel great to me. You know, like every little element and ingredient in your business also needs to be in alignment in order for everything to continue growing. I resonate with that. And it is true, even to the point where we get advice from friends and family sometimes, you know, they're like, I, let me tell you about what I think. And they're like, no, I'm only going to take some advice from people perhaps that have been in the arena before or in that place, but ultimately getting advice from my intuition and myself and my spirit guides lead me. And it sounds like you're resonating with that as well. With life purpose, you know, I talk a lot about this and I've seen different archetypes of life purpose. So I know my listeners are familiar with the different archetypes that I chat about, but could you define what purpose is to you and how is your business in alignment with that? Yeah, for me, it's been a really interesting journey of like finding my purpose. You know, obviously at the beginning, I thought it was fashion. And then I thought it was manifestation coaching. And then, you know, like I've had many iterations. But the thing for me about purpose is it's really truly the thread that has run through my entire life. Like if I look back, even at my origin story, right? Of like the family I was born into and the circumstances and situations that I experienced as a child and what I'm here for, there is a common thread, a theme that has run through my life since honestly, before I was born. I believe that my purpose is multi-generational. And so it's really, again, that introspection of looking back and seeing what all the building blocks are that have gotten me to this point. And what's interesting is when I had my fashion business, my purpose was kind of the same, like pretty similar. It was just expressed in a very different way. And so, yeah, it just takes honestly silence and journaling and investigating and being open to seeing that thread, that common theme throughout your life. All right. So let's talk about how did you start to really understand more tangibly how to start your business now from that. And it sounds like you did a lot of journaling and a lot of introspection, but like, how did it come in? You know, what kind of catapulted you into being the entrepreneur coach from fashion? Yeah. So one thing I will say is that the purpose that I know myself to have now is honestly like a recent iteration And so one thing I will say is, if you feel inspired to become an entrepreneur, do not wait until you've finalized your purpose to start moving forward. 
Because if I had not spent the last 15 years in entrepreneurship, I would not know what my purpose is today. So it's come forth and like been revealed more and more and more because I've been willing to be on the journey with it, not because I was waiting for it to come to me before I took action. So again, a lot of nudges. So I mentioned that I had hired that business coach. And then all of a sudden, three days later, I didn't have a business because I had shut it down. And so here I am with this $25,000 investment in this business coach and no business. And so what am I going to do? So I had started kind of looking backwards being like, all right, what skills do I have? Where have I been? I knew intuitively that I did not want to end my agreement with her intuitively. I knew actually after the car accident, I was sitting on the curb in LA waiting for the tow truck. The first thought I had was you need to cancel your contract. And I was like, wow, that was a really interesting first thought to have like after a massive car accident. And so I knew I wanted to keep her. So that was an intuitive nudge. Then it was like, all right, well, I've actually not only had my, my, a business for eight years, but at the same time I had a day job. And so I was a counselor for eight years and I know a lot about business. I got really far in my fashion business and I have counseling experience. So what if I combined those two things that I've been doing for the last eight years and just did them in a new way? And so I did it. And then, like I said, I started off kind of productivity coaching and then I started manifestation coaching. And then I really truly didn't start being the entrepreneur coach until three years ago. And I've been a coach for seven. So not even the majority of my time coaching have I been in this iteration of it. And so that's where I say again to you, your purpose unfolds. Yeah, I'm glad you're saying this. For one, I hope everyone listening is giving themselves permission to change because sometimes we think we have to go into our business and only do one thing, but also gaining experience with what you're doing can help propel you more onto the path and how your purpose wants to express itself. So it's more so, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to really know if this is an alignment or not. And it can be at that time, but then like two years, oh, I'm, it's changing. Wow. All right. I think we've got this stereotype sometimes in our families or society where it's like, you can't change. You have to stay in the same place for X amount of years and then, you know, have stability there, but you can still create stability within your business and it can still change. And nobody ever said that you absolutely have to stay with the same thing. I started my business doing Reiki sessions and then readings. And then it was, I really want to do teaching. And and I really pivoted to now I'm doing full-time group programs And I had to give myself that permission. And it sounds like you already gave yourself that permission, which is really great. I know that so many people out there struggle with why I know what my talents are, but how do I actually, you know, put it together? And I heard you say, Brie, what if, (laughs) which is really key. What if I just did this and then you did it? And that's a lot of the, you know, mystery and the magic is kind of gone because, I think people out there think sometimes, well, I'm missing a a real integral piece. And, you know, there's a step-by-step process. What is that? And really it's, hey, what if you did it and then you started to do it? (laughs) It's like that, that's really the piece I think that a lot of people are looking for. Have that curiosity and then take the action. Yeah. And I think 
kind of relating back to what we were saying earlier is that like, you aren't going to necessarily know if it's the right thing until you do it, because you're not going to know how it feels. You're not going to know the response you're getting. You're not, you're not going to have any of that data to be able to do that feedback loop process to know whether this is something you want to move forward with or not. And oftentimes, you know, I can tell you, I wouldn't be here if I hadn't first had that eight years in my fashion business. So had I just sat around thinking like, oh, well, I'm not going to start yet because like, I don't know, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. And so it's, it's, you know, people think you have to have clarity before you take action. Oftentimes you get clarity through taking action. And so if you don't fully know what your purpose is yet, start where you are. Take a step today. Take another step tomorrow. Use your intuition, just like Whitney teaches, to identify those steps and literally just keep getting up and taking a step. Because once you take that step and you have that new perspective, there's going to be more available to you about what your next step is. And clarity is just literally going to come. Yes, especially for those people who are channelers. You know, I talk about the four intuitive languages. And if you're a channeler, a lot of times it's a knowing or your body experiences the intuition and it is expressed through that action. So let's not wait. Let's do the inspired action. And I don't know if you've ever seen the archetypes or you took the quiz or actually it's a PDF that we have. And I teach it inside of one of my programs, but I'm guessing, and I wanted to kind of utilize you as an example. I'm guessing that you're a teacher slash healer slash creator, and we all have these different archetypes. And so if you're out there listening and you feel like you're a teacher archetype or healer archetype or creator archetype, just looking at Bree's example of she felt like she did a lot of counseling. She liked to kind of coach people and teach people. And she knew a lot about business. And then she created her business. And so many times we feel, well, oh, I'm a teacher archetype. I must teach. And the teaching has to look a certain way. A lot of times it can be through a different way that you might not even have realized before. So I just wanted to utilize that right here because even though Brie tried the fashion industry and she was successful at it, it wasn't really vibing with her spirit and her purpose. So she took that thread and did something different, which I think is really beautiful. So thank you for sharing that story with us. Yeah. I just literally helped someone do that. I had a client who was a professor. And during COVID, he just randomly started a YouTube channel. And he amassed like 40,000 followers on his YouTube channel. But he can't, get he can't get employment as a professor. No one will hire him. And I'm like, you have so much possibility at your fingertips. And I, yes. I, I literally took him from the mindset of being like an unemployed professor because that was the only paradigm he had into now he's a self-employed entrepreneur. He's making advertising money off his YouTube channel. He's launching programs. He's, you know, like growing all of this stuff. And so now his entire world has opened up to him because he was willing to see the paradigm of being a teacher through a different lens. That's really amazing especially with getting up the YouTube channel. And it's like, that's the sign <laughs> the universe giving him like, hello, <laughs> this is the next post to go, like your next signpost. That's really great. 
So I do want to ask you a couple other things, Brie. One is you're on the Spiritual and Ambitious podcast, and I know you're ambitious and spiritual, but how would you define it and how does it show up in your business? Yeah. So for me, my ambition, honestly, is just like this raging fire within me. Like I don't think my boyfriend and I were talking about retirement the other day and I had to look at him and be like, babe, I hate to tell you this, but like, I don't think I'm ever retiring. I love what I do so much that I don't see myself ever not doing it. Like it might look different, but like, that's just, it's this burning fire inside of me that no matter how much I've tried to like tamp it down or say like, oh, I need to get a job or whatever over the years, like just, it's just never going to happen. And, you know, spirituality for me, I had the door open to me and spirit for spirituality. And I think around 2007, oddly enough with another car accident, which <laughs> maybe we'll have to do a whole podcast on car, on my car accidents and what they've taught me. But, you know, for me, it's, it's be, kind of become everything. It used to be kind of quite separate from my business and from my career side and stuff like that. And the further and further I've gotten down my journey, I'm realizing more and more it's one and the same. And I believe spiritually, it is that fire that kind of keeps burning as well. So hope that is that a good answer? (laughs) It is a great answer. So many people have described ambition as fire and I feel it. It's like this passion, like this, this drive for me that keeps me going. And can you tell everybody how you work with aspiring entrepreneurs? Yep. So I work with both aspiring and established entrepreneurs. So for aspiring entrepreneurs, I have a six-month program that, like I mentioned earlier, takes you from ideation all the way through revenue generation. Um, It's called Profitable by Design. And it basically is every single building block you need to start a business and launch a business. My other program is called On the Cusp, and it's for established entrepreneurs who have maybe kind of been on a plateau for a little while. They want more. They want growth in their business, but they've tried all sorts of things and they just nothing's working and they don't really know what step to take. And so we do a deep dive and have a strategy session where we identify your most aligned next steps that are completely 100% custom to you. And we put together a 90-day execution plan. And then you get me on your side the whole time, pulling it together, getting it taken care of, feedback, all sorts of stuff. So yeah. And you're also having a workbook and growth strategy, right? And that's at yep. breeseely.com forward slash MOS. Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about that? Yep. So there's two different workbooks. Again, whether you're an, a new entrepreneur or an established entrepreneur, the new entrepreneur one is my quick start guide. So it's really going to help you start taking some of those steps to start walking towards what your revenue streams are going to be and how you're going to launch your business. The other one is a growth strategy workbook. And so it is looking at all of those ingredients that go into your business to then identify the custom growth strategy and give you a 90-day action plan moving forward. Awesome. We'll link to this inside of the show notes. But Brie, how can people find you? My favorite place to hang out is on Instagram. And it's my name, at Brie Seeley. You can also visit my website, breeseely.com, and you can find me on TikTok as well, which is a new thing for me at breeseely. Awesome. Now, is there any last words of wisdom that you want to share with our listeners before we officially sign off today? Yeah, honestly, start today. Like, 
whether it's starting your business or taking the next step and growing your business, don't wait for all of those stories that your mind is telling you about, you know, why you can't do it today. BS. It is all complete, absolute BS. And if you need, you know, to DM me on Instagram, I will send you a voice memo about how all of those stories (laughs) are nonsense. Start today, take a step, use the tools that Whitney's taught you in terms of your intuition, in terms of connecting in with yourself, that inner guidance, and just take a step today and a step tomorrow, and then just keep going. Great advice, Brie. Thank you so much for being here on the Spiritual and Ambitious Podcast. Thank you for having me. All right. This was another episode, and I look forward to seeing you next week. But until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at messenger of spirit. If you want to continue the conversation, join my free Facebook group at messengerofspirit.com forward slash group. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to stand spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.